1: Tunchin' Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunchin' Wolf.
2: All right, all right.
3: I'm uh, juiced up. I am juiced up, too. I have an extra uh, cup of coffee.
2: Oh, no. You can't stop them. Yeah. You can only hope to contain them just like we need to contain Derrick Henry. Uh,
3: yeah, we need to keep The, the Buffalo Bills bottled up Derrick Henry. Two weeks you know, ago, I got uh, you. I gotcha,
2: but you know, here's the thing about it. There's there's so much here. And by the way, welcome to the locker room. It's Tunch and Wolf, and we have a great show planned out for you today. We're going to hear from big, the Big G, Bruce uh, Gradkowski, and uh, and of course, an old teammate. Keith Willis. Absolutely. Who you did daily battle with for right. how long? A decade. Right. Yeah, definitely. All right? You two sharpened the sword, so to speak, against each other all day. So we're going to hear from uh, Keith Willis coming up at 1020, the big G, Bruce Gradkowski at 11. And uh, I got to tell you, I am so pumped for this game. Right. I am so excited. I know it's 5-0, and 5-0, oh, oh, we're ready to go. But it's not even the records that, that kind of get me all fired up. It's the elements that are within the yeah. game.
3: Yeah, you know what? Uh, the uh, uh, Houston Texans couldn't stop Derrick Henry. But the Buffalo Bills did stop him. But uh, but they didn't stop the rest the, of the, them. The, which they, they, Ryan, they put
2: 42 yeah, points. Yeah. And that's the danger of it. The fact of the matter is, and you look at this team and you think, okay, stop Derrick Henry. And obviously that's job one. But job one doesn't stop at that because you have the A.J. Brown. You have Ryan Tannehill. Right. Ryan Tannehill. John uh, Smith. Jono Smith, a big tight end. A whammer. Yeah. We actually got a tight end that whams. This guy comes out and whams people. Right. You know, so there's a lot of elements in here, Chalooch, where I look at and I go, you know, all week long I've been thinking about Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. You know, there's just more than Derrick Henry to this right.
3: team. Right, 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 right. Ryan Tannehill, John o. Smith. Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, AJ Brown, uh, and Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond has uh, 160 yards, uh, 176 yards on eight catches, 22 yard average.
2: Think about this: Ryan Tannehill Tannehill has five or six guys he's thrown between 15 and 21 balls to. Right. 15 to 21 receptions. Right. That's a lot of cheddar spread out through a lot of receivers. Yeah. You know, that's, that's amazing. And then speaking of Derrick Henry, the dude has a 94-yard touchdown run this year. He's also got a 53-yard pass reception. Right. That seems almost unfair.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: you yeah. know, I think it's almost unfair. Yeah, but uh, Buffalo bottled him up. I understand. Bu- but again, Buffalo when you bottle him over. up, that doesn't mean you got the game. That's the problem. Yeah. Because you still had 42 points up on the board against what I thought was a good buffalo defense. Right. And Buffalo uh, defense is not good. They, well, they they were not good at all there, but they were they've won a few games. You can't disregard the fact that they'd won some games and they were, you know, doing well and it all went to the uh crapper.
3: Yeah, yeah. And uh you know uh, the the Derek uh Derek Henry was bottled up and uh the uh but uh, uh Ryan Tannehill was uh, got on a hot streak.
2: Well, he's yeah, he stayed on a hot streak. This is a guy that's in the top three, top five in all the passing categories. He's uh, one across th- the board. QBR one thirteen point five. Yeah, which is higher than Ben
3: and sixty nine percent completion rate. It's very high. It's higher and
2: than my test averages in high school.
3: One thousand three hundred sixty eight <laughs> yards uh, passing.
2: He's you know he's got a thirteen to what two inter- uh, touchdown to. Interception ratio. Right. Uh this guy is a real deal. I look at him, I go, why did why did Miami get why why didn't it work out for him in Miami? You know? I mean, this is what, five years with Miami and he goes he's ends up in Tennessee. Yeah. And it's like you go, why didn't Miami get or see what was Tennessee saw in him? Well, you know, maybe
3: the um you know, quarterbacks develop slowly. Uh, and when we were playing, it took four years to develop
2: a quarterback.
3: Yeah, they, that's what they said. Uh, and uh, maybe that was uh, Ryan Tannehill.
2: That could well be, and maybe it's the addition of, you know, you've got uh, AJ Brown, yeah, who is a pretty spectacular guy. I mean, he had put up a thousand yards season his rookie year. Um, Surrounding him with Derrick Henry, it takes the, a lot of pressure off him. The play action is astounding, but if you look at his percentage, his quarterbacking percentage when he doesn't go play action, it's even higher than when he goes play action. Yeah, and forty percent of his passes are play action. Yeah, there's just a lot to look at if you're a linebacker on this yeah. team.
3: Juno Smith, he's got five touchdowns. John-o Smith, John o Smith. Juno John-o, John O. John New. It's okay. John U. John U. No, John New.
2: I don't know. Jacob said John, U. John Now, Where'd New. John U come from?
3: John, John New. New. John New. <laughs> John New. Smith has uh Wait,
2: all at once. Everybody say it together on three. One, two, three. John. John U. <laughs> um,
3: he's got nineteen <laughs> catches, two hundred and thirty-four yards. Yes. And uh, five touchdowns. Yep. Yeah. And he's uh He's and he's a whammer. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I love to see a tight end that not only catches. But when he wham blocks, he doesn't curl up in the fetal position like four yards out, yeah, and you know, and then 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 start turning sideways, and then eventually fall down at the feet of the defensive the end man on the line of right. scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, seriously. You watch some of these tight ends in this league; they are nothing but overgrown wide receivers right. playing the tight end position. Some of them are just I don't yeah. know. I they, you almost want to ask them to, to toss in their man card.
3: Yeah, you know what uh, they they do uh, three tight ends on offense a lot, uh, and they do
2: two tight ends. Uh, well, you got the power rushing attack. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you we look at this offensive line, and uh, you know, you. By the way, you, Taylor Lewan, do you ever do you ever think here here guys that? Uh, no, I don't. I don't want to be disrespectful. but yeah. the guy is the highest. Paid like tackle in the league, okay. Right. And I hear this all over. What I don't hear is the best tackle in the league. Right. People talking about him. And you said yesterday you made a statement. He's soft. He's soft. Yeah. I mean, who is the center from uh, uh, Denver that, that you said was soft? Yeah. And this is like, you look at this guy. This guy could be so dominant. He's a he's an excellent athlete. Between. Him and Lane Johnson, the right, right tackle from the Eagles, who's another great athlete. Yeah. He was a quarterback, and he's in an offensive tackle. You look at him, and you go, you know, these are great athletes at offensive tackle. They're huge men. But it stops. Taylor,
3: Me- Taylor Luan, um, you know, I think that he had a shoulder issue uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and so he was playing kind of soft. Uh, but he tore, he, he tore, he tore his the ACL. ACL. Right, yeah. he's out. Yeah. But if
2: you go back to the beginning of the season, even then, he's you know you expect if you're the highest-paid tackle in the league, you say, boy, this guy's going to be throwing bodies around, stacking them up like cordwood, right. smashing guys into the ground. And that's not what you see when you turn on the video from the get-go. And I right. get it. He's got a shoulder. Okay, I can understand that. No question about it. Everybody, when you get dinged up in that, it's hard not to be a little bit less than you were. Right. But – I don't know. It was just kind of like it just didn't meet the the sniff test there. Or yeah, the smell test, yeah, you yeah.
3: Um, and, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, Ty Sambrylo is going to take his place. Right. And he's 6'5", 3'11", big and strong. And he's a mauler.
2: He's a mauler. Yeah. He's a big chooch. Um, I'll tell you, in, in my mind, what I first thought of when I saw, like, Dennis Kelly and Ty Sambrylo – and all I could think about was all you got to do is make these guys move their feet right you know make make these guys TJ Bud Dupree yeah. you got to make them move their feet because that's where i think they can be beaten
3: yeah uh roger seffeld uh you know is a 11 year guy and uh he's uh, i think he's pretty good yeah he's a good player he uh, and and he's uh a a mauler uh experienced veteran um uh, and then Ben Jones is quick,
2: and he position blocks. He does a nice job of position. Right, yeah. The guy I really like is the right guard. Nate, I like Nate Davis. Nate Davis. Yeah, I think he's. You we know, all are big and strong. He, yeah, he's 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 at least he really is a physical guy. He comes yeah. off. Um, who was I just watching last night? Mm, he crushed the guy. I mean, absolutely took him back, slammed him on the ground, gored him. Yeah. Old fashioned style. And I from the end zone, you know, you look at it and you go, Did he really do that? I have yet it's been so long since I've seen such a clean pancake as what he had. Yeah. And the fact that he dove on the guy, he got up and pressed himself off the way we used to do. Yeah. You know, kind of kneeling on the guy and everything else, as you get up to make sure he knew uh that I mean, that the, yeah, the, he knew who it was that just pancaked him, you yeah. know? I mean, you just wanted to make sure. And that, I looked at him, I thought, wow, you know, that's, that's pretty, pretty intense. Now, the other thing I would say about Nate Davis, he seems to be giving up a little bit of leverage on the outside pass.
3: Right, right. And uh, uh, Dennis Kelly, uh,
2: he's susceptible to the inside move. He's like I said. You got to make him move his feet, right? Right. You know. I mean, because you get that frame. He's huge. He's six nine. He's you know Al Villanueva, but even I think bigger, uh, heavier. And and when you 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 see him, he gets his hands out. And he's got a long reach, and he can make contact. Yeah. Um. But you know what? I I think that if you get his moving up the field and then move go to the inside, I think you got to. Uh, you know, TJ's going to have some fun with
3: him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so let's go to the tight ends. Jono Smith, uh, you know, he's got good hands. He runs good routes. He's got good power. He's explosive. Uh, and uh, he, he uh, l- like you said, he whams very well. I like him.
2: You know, a good wham and tight end. That's right. just uh, that's a luxury that you don't see in a lot today. But yeah. I like him. I thought he was pretty good. What would you think of... Um, Eighty-six, Anthony Ferkser. uh
3: You know he's not, he's not bad. He's got seventeen catches, one hundred and eighty-two yards. Uh, you know he's, he's not, one of them catchers. Yeah, he's one of them not, pass catchers. Yeah, he's yeah. one of the cat, pass
2: catchers. Okay.
3: Uh, he looks like a wide receiver.
2: That's what I kind of I was like going, hmm, you know. But again, John Smith I think is a, is a serious threat, and the other ones I think are pass catchers. Or who's the other? Jeff
3: Swaim. Yeah, that
2: guy. He's a pretty
3: big chooch. He's a, he's a, he's a blocker.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we got – well, you actually got four tight ends in there because yeah. you got a Michael Pruitt, a five-year guy, but I didn't, right. I didn't think too much about him. Yeah. Just a guy? Just a guy. Yeah. What would you think about A.J. Brown? That guy is pretty terrific. Oh,
3: uh, A.J. Brown is uh, physical. He's uh, – Got 17 catches, 177 yards, three touchdowns. Um, he's got good hands, are good routes. He's he's a uh, uh, crossing routes all the time. Uh, big play guy, very physical, and uh, 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 he
2: he he does the double move well. And he's a good hand catcher, right? You know, I mean, you watch him snatch over the middle when he sits in a window in the zone. Yeah, I was like a. Oh, that was pretty good. Just watching him from the end zone take a couple of rifle shots from Tannehill. Yeah, thought it was pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, What about Corey Davis? What'd you think about him?
3: Corey Davis. uh, He's only played what three games? Yeah, he he's been hurt. Uh, He's big and he can run. He's got good hands. He's got good. He runs good routes. Uh, You know, he's 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 a uh, a star.
2: Yeah, he's he's a big guy too. Yeah. He's like six foot. He's their biggest.
3: There's biggest receiver. Is he yeah. okay? Six well, three two oh
2: nine. Absolutely. All right. Well, you know, you look at this offense as a group. Um, this is they're impressive on film. Right. You know, their run blocking, their pass protection. I mean, Tannehill's only been what sacked like uh, five times, something like that. Yeah. Like five, five I think. times, yeah, I had it. I'm looking. I'm going. Where, where, where was it? You know, little aberration in the in the gourd. Right. But five times, so they do a good job. Pass protection. Their play action is terrific. Right. He goes deep. How about how about how often he goes deep? I he throws a good deep ball. Right. 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 So, yeah. all right. Well, we got to go to break. Guess who's gonna, coming up? Keith Willis. All right, Skippy. Skippy Willis is coming into the locker room next. Right here. With Tunchin Wolf, and we'll be right back after this. Standing in the shadows of love.
4: I'm getting ready for the heart to come. Can't you see me standing in the shadows of love? I'm getting ready for the heart to
1: come. But there's nowhere to go. You're in the locker room with Tunchin Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store, the Ford F one hundred and fifty is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. You
3: know, I love the Four Tops better than the Temptations. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I I, I love the Four Tops. Well, uh, why
2: don't we find out what Skippy likes? Yeah,
3: let uh, oh, uh <laughs> we uh, we're uh, now we're welcoming Keith Willis, our uh, good buddy, good brother. Uh, love you, uh, Keith. And, uh, uh, you know, they, there's a first, uh, Proverbs 27, 7, 17. it says iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. And Keith Willis, uh, was sharpening me <laughs> when, uh, we played, uh, when we practiced every day. Welcome to the uh, locker room. Keith, how you doing, bro?
5: Man, I'm doing good, man. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Yeah. You, I wish I was there with you guys. You know, I... This whole thing over the phone is like <laughs> really weird, but we're going to make it happen.
4: You
2: know, I am so happy to hear your voice, Keith. It's good to hear you, brother. And, uh, of course, you know, we all go back to the 80s and uh, that our special time. 14 sacks in 82. My goodness, you just came in ripping, buddy. Hey, man, you know
5: what? When you when you come from the project, man, you have one focus, is that that is not to go back to the project.
4: Okay,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you and, and you know when you immigrate, uh, you have one goal: not to back, go back to Turkey.
2: <laughs>
3: right,
5: man. Right, hey, right. it's all good.
2: Keith, you came to the Steelers back with Coach Knoll. Uh, you've experienced a number of coaches in your coaching career you're now up at edinburgh uh you know you you've been you were a coach in, down in tennessee you've been up in canada i mean t- talk a little bit about your coaching experiences and what you've kind of derived from a lot of different sources
5: well my coaching career man it came really weird it was you know i was in radio i was doing what you guys were doing when i retired right, right? and all of a sudden man something hit me told me uh man, I need to get into coaching, share my story, be able to coach some young men, you know, and uh, just helped them along the way. And it led me to uh, Slippy Rock University. Uh, That's where I started my coaching career, uh, in the Keyside. And uh, then that led me from uh, Slippy Rock to uh, Cincinnati, then from Cincinnati to uh, Boston College, Boston College to North Carolina State, North Carolina State to Tennessee, and then from Tennessee, after getting fired, to Edinburgh, which I'm looking totally, man, it's going to be a great challenge, man. What a great uh, group of guys that I'm working with there. In fact, touch, man, the whole Edinburgh community, man. When they heard I was coming on, they wanted to send their well wishes, man.
4: Oh, from thank Boston, you.
5: Man, it's, it's, yeah, man. It's, uh, we're excited. Uh, we're looking forward to the challenge up there in uh, Edinburgh. You know, I'm with the young staff, man. Coach uh, Jig North, man, he's uh, doing a fabulous job with the young men. Got a bunch of young men that's buying into this thing, uh, considering the circumstances. You know, I'll coach you, man, because this is the Zoom, Zoom meetings, you know? Yeah. And that's a challenge in itself.
3: Keith, you know, one thing that you and I did was we, uh, we practiced hard. Uh, we uh, we were battling every day, and uh, you got me to the Pro Bowl, and I thank you for that. Uh, so, uh, wh- you know, what was it like?
6: Well, well, well,
5: let me stop you. I got you to the Pro Bowl, but you didn't do a, a good job of getting me there. What happened? What
2: happened? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you left. Uh, when you good? left, you were the that's, all-time that's, sack leader of the Steelers, like buddy. A
5: unilateral bill, man. That <laughs> sounds like a unilateral bill. What's up? <laughs>
3: Well you when you, you, you when you when when you left you were the sack leader of uh the all time yeah. Uh
5: I guess yeah you know I really never kept up to be honest with you guys Now, everyone brings that to my attention. You know, I was just grateful, man, just to have an opportunity to play and um just do things that I did. And my my main focus was to you know, to make my family proud. And uh, I didn't want to be one of those guys that just played the game. I wanted to leave something, you right. know, my legacy. And I'm thankful that, like, now you guys are speaking of that. And, and there are people, that every time, you know, I talk to, you know, Pittsburgh Nation, there are a lot of people. People call me. People send letters. I still get cards. Of people remembering those those days, you know, sacks and all that. Yeah. I'm thankful for that, but. You know, I don't, I don't live in that. But I, I'm appreciative that people remember me, and and uh, they said well no, wishes to my family and me.
3: Well, you were a great uh, uh, bull rusher. You you were a great pass rusher. Um, you know, when you went to uh, uh, Buffalo and you went to the Jets and you went to the Skins, what was that like?
5: I went to bu- Buffalo and. A, uh, you said the Redskins and the
4: Jets? Yeah. I
5: don't remember those. All I remember is the Spiller days. So <laughs> I, I, I basically remember Buffalo, but these other two, you know, I, I can't remember those. They, that was just a, a cup of coffee, as they would say.
4: Right. But,
5: you know, I'm mainly a, a Spiller guy, you know, and my allegiance is to that team, and uh, it, it –
2: it's like it's Mr. Rooney once said, Keith, he said, once a stealer, stealer always stealer, a stealer. Always a stealer. Yep.
5: That's right. Yeah, that's right. And there, there's some truth to that, man. It's just like, it never leaves you know, to be a part of an organization that that was totally different than all the other organizations back then. I don't know what it's like now, but back then, you just felt the aura of, you know, steal a nation of people. This It was just really... I how can you explain? I don't want to expound, go crazy, but you sort of feel what I'm feeling right now—that it, it was a special moment. Yeah. Okay. Now they could have
7: paid me a little more. but <laughs> We'll talk about that
2: on another show. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. That's <laughs> yeah. now the Skippy yeah. in you is coming out. Okay, the guy hey, I remember. Man, you know I got gotcha. you.
5: Okay. Hey. Uh huh.
2: I got gotcha. you. Hey, yes. You know what? What's... I was thinking that.
5: Remember that cart they used to have on the sideline for you in training camp because they knew you were you were definitely going down. Oh, I was I was waiting.
2: Yeah. I was a cramp waiting to yeah. happen.
5: The, the cramp cart. <laughs> 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 oh I'm yeah. Like, Uh-oh. Got, oh yeah. Do you remember? I, thought, I I think that was all by design though, Chris. <laughs> you knew you had that thing parlayed. You know. You know. You had to get that week or two in the hospital where they had all types of. Needles then you should you
3: need to get you back. I'm like, this guy, he's fucking this thing tough. That was in Miami. That oh. was in Miami. He didn't get on right. the play with
2: us. Oh, that's the truth of it. Keith, I got to ask you something, though. Uh-huh. Coach Noel. I mean, he yeah. really affected all our lives. Right. And you going on to coaching, let me ask you, what, what, what did Chuck give you that you took, you know, with you in all these coaching stops?
5: Well, Chuck, Chuck, profound. This, is, this guy is just yeah. a great, great man. Uh, here's what he left me with out of all that. Uh, he, he always, in his way, Chuck had this way of looking at you and telling you, you have to give it your best shot. And he didn't say any words, he just that look.
2: Right, yeah. You right?
5: better put your best foot forward. All right? Give it all you have. All right? Because if you don't, you better look forward to your life's work. <laughs> okay? And he has that chance. All right? Get ready for your life's work. Yep. And I wasn't about ready at that moment to get into my life's work. All right. <laughs> so he impacted me in such a way that, you know, every day, every day I went out on that on that playing field and I that's the way I coach. I want every young man okay, that our coach to understand, all right, when you step on the football field, when you come, you come prepared and you come ready to practice, all right, to put in whatever number of hours or whatever number of minutes there are that we're going to practice, you have to put forth your greatest effort. And that was my approach. That's that's why, 29, and I, we did what we did, all right, and it's, it, Touch, I rubbed off on touch. Touch rubbed off on me. All right, we had our moments. All right, and I'm I'm, in fact, I'm grateful for those moments we had, huh? Yeah. Okay, meaning, meaning, those moments where we sort of went sort of away from the friendship part of it, and we had to do what we had to do.
3: Right. Right.
5: But ultimately, ultimately, we came back and guys who love one another. Right for the effort that we gave to each other every day. Every yeah. day, man. Dude, you got me all geeked up. I'm sitting here geek. <laughs> I was
3: geeked, man. Yeah. I, I, I really, uh, Keith, I love you. Uh you know one of the things, um uh that that five and eleven year in uh eighty eight, uh we 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 were losing and we started getting together the night before the game and praying, in uh, yeah. um, uh, w- whatever room we were at, your room, my room, uh, uh, and uh, so what was that? you know th- the Bible study and Tim Johnson and uh, it was a brotherhood yeah, pulling it w- together. It was uh, w- what was right. that like for for
4: you? Well, it was up to
5: that point. I wasn't really into the church and, and, and playing, you know, I knew about it, but was I was I really into it like a lot of people are? No, I wasn't. All right. But to have guys like yourself who you know, I sit from afar and I watch and I said, Man, maybe I need to tap into what, you know, the Tim Johnson and you know, the the Tunch the Touchdown game Craig Whoopi from a spiritual standpoint, you know, what it was, uh, what they, what it's doing for them that it could do for me. And I said, well, I'm, I'm here. Let's, 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 let's make it happen. Whenever you guys have it. Okay. Let me know. Okay. And that was the start of the whole thing, believe it or not. All right. And then we got, got to doing it with uh, Tony Dungy and, you know, and various other people. Um, uh, But that was impactful to me uh, as I went along in my walk, okay, in in the spiritual realm and as I played the game. It really taught me uh, how to respect uh, players while playing. Okay, I didn't always – I had the tendency, you know, I was going to, you know, let you hear some words. You touch, you know, I was going to – you know, go off on the deep <laughs> inner side, okay? But in a fine way, okay? But that helped me. That helped me sort of channel, you know, those inner thoughts, okay? And and led me to to believe that there's another way to plan the game. I don't have to always go and and touch out a person or you know disrespect the person. So yeah, I could do the same thing I do. In a
2: respectful way. Now you had a, a great example on Tony Dungy, who poured into your life. Do you pour into other lives in a similar way, Keith? Yes, he does. I believe so. Yes. Well, hold, yeah, hold on, uh, hey, hey, Keith. This is how we do it. We 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 have to like ask questions, okay? I'm just I'm just you know with Tunchy, you know, and let him answer. I'm trying to I'm trying to lead I'm, him. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you, he did. He's he, Keith. Well, I'm trying to lead you into being able to share some stuff. I was trying
5: to answer the question. I appreciate, <laughs> son. See, that's how it all works with Tunch and I.
2: Yeah. So we buy. It. You guys are tight. Right? Yep, I got it. Right. Uh The uh, now,
5: Tunch, what was the question that you answered?
2: <laughs> you pour into you. You were pouring <laughs> into hey, like hey, like hey, Dungy son, into hey, you, hey, you and hey, others.
5: Hey, Gte baby. We always compile that off on CTE, right? Just think about what we did.
2: <laughs> That's exactly it, man. Uh, I use that all the time when yeah. I forget to bring home whatever Faith asked me to bring home. <laughs>
5: uh, how about that? How about that? Yeah. yeah but I uh, I always try with the players, man. I, I just always try to lead by example. Now, do I fall short of being perfect in my approach to coaching young men? Yeah, I do. I have to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I'm going to fall short. But it's also coming upon my players, and I always say this to them, okay? I want you guys to have the ability to challenge me as a coach because I'm going to challenge you as a player because I need that, okay? I can never be comfortable in saying, I'm the coach, you're the player. They understand that, but they do have the right to say, Coach, you know what, can I ask you this question? Uh, I think we should do it this way. Yeah, I'll listen. I'm open to those things. So that also challenges me as a coach. So that's what I try to do with the players uh, that I've coached in years past and the guys that I'm coaching right now. I want them to grow as people. I want them to understand that when they get away from this game, they have an opinion. And their opinion is just as good as the next guy's opinion. And don't be afraid to – to express expressive. All right.
8: Who who
3: knows? You it may fall on somebody's ears and they they'll listen. So Keith, when uh when I saw you when you came to uh as a Tennessee defensive line coach, I saw you walking around the stadium and I went running up to you and hugged you. That that was so great to see you again. Wasn't
5: that awesome?
3: Yeah. Wasn't that was. awesome?
5: Man?
2: It was oh, totally.
5: That was. You no, know, it was like, it was like that commercial, you know, you see uh, the dog commercial where, you know, the two individuals just running through the Lily bill or the Daisy Field. Yeah. You know, it was like you were on one end of the field. I was on the other. we've been running. <laughs> like we're in
4: the dog commercial.
5: <laughs> <promotion. laughs> like, ah, oh, you've been skippy. I'm like, this is your guy. Still, you've been skippy. I'm like,
3: Thanks a lot, What? You got that nickname dude, because dude, you dude, were dude, dressed dude, like dude, a preppy. Oh, thank Dude, folks that's listening right now, they
4: don't
5: understand. They don't know about the whole Skippy thing. <laughs> <talking about> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. I love you guys, dude.
2: You know, the, the, yeah. we're gonna we gotta we're gonna have to go to break, Keith. And I thank you so much for joining. But I got to tell you, one of the most beautiful things about football, and what I, I just uh, last hit from you, when you look around in the locker room, you see your your ex teammates. When you see you know in a huddle, it doesn't matter. The race, the color, the creed, what have you. If more people could spend more time in a huddle, yeah, in a locker room, right. it would be a whole lot less problem just loving Jesus yeah. and love your neighbor, man. Yeah, man.
5: That's right. That's, that's true. That is absolutely true. So love you. That's what I'm excited about with the whole Edinburgh thing, man, that whole challenge
2: of what we, all, what we just talked about. Amen. i forward to this thing. Beautiful. Okay. You know, Keith, thank you so much for good jumping man. in, man. We appreciate love you. you. Love you, Keith. Love you big time. Love you, buddy. Love you. your family yeah. and Maxine. I'll there, man. We're going to get together soon. I'll be there soon, and we'll, we'll definitely get together. All Sounds right. good, cool, brother.
3: Thank you Give a, give you so a much. hug to Maxine. Love. Yes. Yeah. All right. I will. I All will right, brother. We'll see you. righty.
2: right. Bye-bye. All right. That's Keith Willis. It's and Wolf in the Locker Room. We'll be back with more.
1: Locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F 150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf.
3: So, that was a great interview with uh, our old teammate Keith Willis. Uh, he is a great guy. Uh, you love him, love him, love him. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going on the scouting report. Uh, you know, uh, Adam Humphreys. Uh, is uh, the leading receiver with catches. Uh, he runs good routes. He's got good hands, and he's shifty. And, uh, you know, he he, he he catches in the crowd, and, uh, you know, he's small, 5'11", 195 pounds. But uh, he's good. He's good.
2: Hey, does it not strike you as a little odd that uh, all these guys, though, are— they average ten yards a catch, twelve yards a right. catch. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know what uh, Corey Davis is. If he's, uh, no, he's only he's only under fourteen yards a catch. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of surprising, you know, that they would uh, have such meager averages as yeah. compared to. You've seen what what Tannehill's capable of. Right. Some great stuff. Yeah. You know, he's got the highest completion rate of plus twenty. A yard passes down the field at like over 66%.
3: You know, he I mean,
2: he's good. He
3: carries out his fakes. Uh one on the play action pass and the linebacker's bite. Uh he's he's uh, also a hard count guy. Uh and uh he's been sacked five times. Uh you know, he, you 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 said that he is the highest percentage of 20-yard catches or more. Right. Twenty yeah.
2: yards downfield. Yeah, he's he's completing it at like sixty six percent. Yeah, it's ridiculous of all, and that's of all like season long starters. That's yeah. not a guy who pops in here and there and and does stuff. But the other thing about him too is the guy is 6'4", 220 Yeah, and you know, he his rushing average is like five yards a pop.
3: Yeah, you know one of the things uh, you know Arthur Smith is the offensive coordinator. And Arthur Smith, I worked with him when he was at North Six Ch- Degrees.
2: Yeah, yeah. From Tonchokan. Yeah,
3: I, I worked with him uh, when he was a lineman at Notre Dame, uh, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, and uh, when I saw him interning at the Redskins, uh, you know, we 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 talked, and uh, he's uh, uh, he's a offensive coordinator now, but he you know he like he, he he does very uh, things that are very similar. And he wants to. He wants the offense to look the same, but uh, throw it
2: downfield. Well, right he's there. you know he like you said he'll have two and three tight end power formations. Yeah, um, they'll run the wham. They do. You know, I think it's kind of funny because you look at the Derrick Henry run selection. Yeah. It's like I've seen Derrick Henry run straight ahead. Yeah, I've seen Derrick Henry slightly to the left and right. slightly to the right. Then slightly to The left of the slight to left and the slight to the you know slightly to the right of the right, you yeah. know. What I mean, it's just there's just little he he and he cuts back, yeah, yeah. you know. What I mean, so there's nothing that this guy can't do. He can run to the corner, he can press the edge, right, and go down the sidelines. I mean, a 94 yard run is no fluke,
3: right, right. You know, he, he runs the outside zone, right, but he also runs the gap, uh, power, uh, you know, cap. Get power run. He runs tall, uh, and so there's a lot of leg room.
2: There is. I mean, I was watching him against Houston this morning. J.J. Um, Watt tackled him pretty good. Yeah. You know, I mean, and the big boys if they go low, they take his legs and right. He, he runs tall, and if you go low at his legs and you're a big guy, yeah, you're gonna do well. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, if you go high. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a big boy or not. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have problems with him. Josh Norman, <laughs> he shouldn't have gone high. No, that was that looked like the Reggie White human levitation act. Oh uh, yeah, you know? <laughs> and and Reggie used to do it with three hundred pounders. Josh right. Norman was is under two or yeah. just barely two. Yeah. Uh, but that was impressive when he stiff armed Josh Norman and threw him sideways through the right. air, man. That was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. So So we we gotta gang tackle Derrick Henry. You're gonna have to gang tackle. You gotta get after him. Yeah. One of the things I think that's gonna be very important is the edge setters got set the edge. Right. The guy at the point of attack, you gotta hold the double team. Right. You can't give up yardage. Yeah. If you give up yardage, you start going backwards. It's it's all over because you're getting up in the lap of the linebackers. Yeah,
3: I I don't think there we're. That I can't see that. No, uh, I
2: you can't know, see that happening. Cam Hayward. I also look at the fact that in the backside it is so important not to be too much in a hurry to squeeze it. Yeah, You've got to maintain, keep square, and do the same disciplined approach that you took last week, Yeah, which I thought the backside did a great job last week of squeezing the right. ball. Right, and
3: Tyson Alu Alu. All Absolutely. right, let's go to the phone. CR in Chicago, welcome to the locker room. CR, how you doing? Hey, you two old folks.
9: It's next in Chicago. Hope everybody's doing well this morning. What's up, guys?
2: We're doing well. we are doing well.
9: Okay. Hey, that was a great comment with uh, with Keith, Keith Willis. I really appreciate you, you bringing him on board.
2: Um, He's a great uh, guy. So I you guys, uh, great brother, man. So I we you love guys,
9: him. Uh, yeah, with the prayer room, uh, I think that I think that's a key element across the uh, across the team, and it uh, it helped everyone to become uh, closer together years and years later. Right. So first, what's going on here? Yeah, first what's going on here now with the um, uh, inside the locker room, Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus, uh, we've got a total of uh, 51 members now, and uh, we're listed in 25 different states, man. And the uh, calls, uh, I'm averaging up on the calls. I'll give you that information uh, this coming Monday. But uh, yesterday we only had seven calls, where normally we have about nine calls. So, anyway, don't worry to about that too much today. because
2: sometimes we can't get that many calls in. You know, I mean, it, it varies day by day based on the. So, just so you understand.
9: Oh, yeah, but, it, but what it is, it's just interesting to see how many different people we got calling in. And, uh, you know, everybody out there, that, you know, every time you meet somebody new for the first time, oh, yeah. you have them down, download the iHeartRadio on their app on their phone. And then download SNR, the Nation Radio app, onto that. And the third part is to download In the Locker Room with Touch and Wolf on the SNR Radio app. And then the, the final fourth step is always call in, man, because the more people call in, the more information we can provide for the Nation around the world, man. That's, that's, that's the big deal. And uh, a couple other quick notes here real quick. Uh, you mentioned uh, tighten up. The other day, you kept saying "tighten up," and "tighten up" was a, a theme song from Archie Bell and the Drells out of Houston, Texas.
4: Right, right. <laughs> a, a big,
9: a, a big game, and also want to give a shout out to Jacob uh, on his Saturday show at nine o'clock. Um, hey, I listened to that show a couple of weeks now, and those guys got a good thing going, man.
2: Hey, so, Jacob's uh, good, man. Jacob's Jacob is great. very
9: good. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So he. He says he can even go with Jacob. Jacob, he doesn't care, but I don't know. Jacob has some style to it. You know what I'm saying? You guys, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, there, there was a man in this famous book that was named Jacob, and he was pretty good, too. Yeah, Jake, Jacob's <laughs> going
3: to play tighten up uh, uh, as we come back in.
4: <laughs>
3: what
9: else you got, y'all? Okay. Hey, talking about, talk about football, uh, I'm, I'm behind the locker room. Uh, excuse me, I'm behind the uh, enemy lines here. And uh, they, uh, Nashville is very, very concerned about uh, handling the Steelers' blitz. But you know, uh, they really concerned about uh, the outside linebackers, Dupree and Watt. Dupree with five sacks and, and Watt with four and a half sacks. So they really, really are concerned with that. Uh, the, the Steelers have a total of 24 sacks in five games. So the Titans really want to um, put some pressure on TJ and them. But then again, you know, TJ is, and, and, uh, um, Uh, Bud is a part of five people on on the front end. So um, if the rest of the guys on the front end can um, can put the pressure and everything on it, that's still gonna uh, gonna mess them up. The biggest concern too is running the ball. Uh, They've been uh, Henry has a career high 264 scrimmage yards uh, last week, and uh, but they are facing a team that's giving up 66.2 yards per game on the ground. And as the saying says. Something's got to give, so we need to impress our will on them, and not allow them to impress their will on us. Uh, they're concerned also about um, uh, uh, harassing Big Ben. I think our offensive line is, is doing pretty well. We got that new uh, that rookie in there, uh, that that, that uh, tackle. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Wolf.
2: Uh, you talking about Chooks? He's uh, not a rookie. Kevin, Kevin Dotson. Kevin Dotson, but Dave DeCastro might yeah, be Dodson. back. The Castro was from full well, practice yesterday.
9: Well, that's good, but we know we got a capable backup just in case. They're also concerned about uh trying to get third downs, uh, and they're concerned about turnovers. They because the Steelers have taken the ball away, man. And uh we need to continue doing that. So that's what they're concerned about. Again, our 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 role is to make sure that we that we win this game because this game and the next game are really going to define the Steelers as to what we got going on this week, I mean, excuse me, this year. And what I, I think what people are not really focusing on and thinking about seriously is that last year, uh, our defense was right there. We had challenges with our offense because we had a, a rookie quarterback and a second year quarterback running our offense. Right, and we but... still did not come up with a losing season. Now with our offense, Providing that foul power,
4: power. Right. And just
9: think about it, guys. Each week they're getting better and better and better. I mean, who would ever think that they would have scored the amount of points that they scored on the Browns? So um, uh, that's my comments. Uh, what's your feedback?
2: Well, the whole thing about it is is you look at this game, you got two teams, again, the 5 and 0, but you got a plus six and a plus three. You got both teams that are pretty good at uh, protecting the ball. And being able to take away the ball, yeah. you got two teams that got some good voracious defenses. You got two offensive lines that can get after it. Yeah. So the biggest thing in my mind right now is you're gonna to have to stop the run, obviously. Right. But you cannot stop with stopping the run because Tannehill is good, even if the running game ain't going. Right. 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 So right. that's where I think we need to get a lead, and we've got to be able to have time of possession and be able to get uh, keep. Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, keep their fannies on the bench. Yeah, you know, keep so. them on the
3: bench, and uh, we got to uh, – Ben and James Conner and uh, Chase Claypool and Juju, we got to have a big day you gotta for You got to have them. a
2: big day. So we're up against it, uh, CR, so we got to go, buddy. All
3: right, guys,
9: I got the message. Hey, in the meantime, and then COVID-19 between, between time.
2: Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank you, CR. All right. We'll be back with more. Attention, Wolf. It's scouting report day in the locker room.
1: Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store, the Ford F one hundred and fifty is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf.
2: Well, welcome back, everybody. The second hour in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, and of course, this is the time when we got our buddy, the Bridget big Gretkowski. Yes, and by the way, subscribe to Sirius XM's Best Package, all access, and get your first six months for fifty bucks. Fees and taxes apply. See offered details. At SiriusXM.com/scouting. Welcome to the locker room, the one and only, the Big G, Bruce Gradkowski.
6: Guys, I always get fired up when Bruce Springsteen's playing. And you guys, welcome me in, like almost like I should be practicing today.
2: So, I
3: gotta, <laughs> I gotta, hey, Bruce, I got to get that work out. You, Bruce, I was listening to you on uh, uh, the NFL Network yesterday. Uh, what what kind of snacks did you have for for the game?
6: Man, You know I'm a big snack guy. So last night I I did make some chicken nachos. Uh,
4: that
6: was after my wife made a beautiful dinner of pasta with like, oh. ground turkey meat,
4: oh. shredded
6: cheese on top that she put in the oven to kind of crisp it up a little bit.
2: Oh, um, that's great! Yeah, Do you have it some bread really with serious. it too? Come on, yeah, yeah, some bread with Come it, on. right? Come on, you big boots! I, I don't eat bread. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How do you mooch up the sauce with no bread?
6: Huh? No. Well, you know what? It's tough, man, but I, I know. I, I, I'm kind of conscious in that point. But if she would have had bread on the table, it, I couldn't pass it up. Now, how can you? But it w- it wasn't there, so I oh. kind of I kind of kept clean. Yeah. So you
2: know what, your Gale took care of you. She just did no. There's no temptation there.
6: <laughs> but, but you know what? But but I finished it with some ice cream at night, so oh. it kind of evened out. <laughs>
2: Oh, excellent! Well, I love my snacks. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> one. I'm not one to miss any of the major meals, any either. So, anyhow, looking at this weekend, we got a major smorgasbord of mm. of uh, Blunt force trauma coming the Steelers way. What say you, Bruce?
6: Oh man, this this is exciting. I mean, you know, who who would have thought this would have kind of given us even more of what we were looking for when this game got postponed? You know, what I mean. With the Titans playing as well as they are, uh, especially after all the COVID stuff, um, Tannehill right now, uh, through the last three weeks, has a league-high 94.4 overall grade for us at PFF. So he, he's just, I mean, he's playing efficient, he's playing smart, uh, and with a lot of confidence. And that's what I look at this team. They're playing with confidence. It's, it's a good culture. I feel like the Steelers and the Titans are kind of built similar. Very good head coaches, good leaders, good communicators. Um,
2: and it's definitely going to be a, a, a great
3: matchup.
2: Bruce, when you look at – I'm sorry, Chalucha, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I, <laughs> I, I had the thought it dropped from my brain to my mouth like a gumball machine, so I had to roll with it, okay? Yeah, don't let him lose that thought. Huh? <laughs> so, so when you look at Tannehill, you think, okay, this guy's just a play-action guy. 40% of the time he's play-action, but his numbers actually go up when he doesn't play-action. Yeah, I mean he, he's just playing good. I mean
6: I I feel like it's a compliment to Arthur Smith. You know they're yeah. off the corner. He's
2: he's just doing
6: a good job of you know calling plays that he's comfortable with. And honestly, guys, I just I believe a lot is confidence. You know I, I feel like that's what Tomlin does a good job at. Guys can come into Pittsburgh and they develop in their own their own person, and com, and Tomlin allows them to have that confidence. He empowers his players, and that's what you're seeing with Tannehill. You know, coming from Miami, getting an opportunity to play last year. And honestly, guys, I mean, he couldn't do much worse than what Mariota was doing. So there was no pressure on him. And then once they started winning, everyone else bought in that he was their guy. And that's how they're playing. And They're playing with a lot of confidence as a team.
3: Yes, you know, I, I, I let uh, Wolf uh, take the question because uh, <laughs> I would have uh, forgotten. He would have forgotten that, <laughs> the, that question. Uh, um, you know, uh, what do you think about uh, Ryan Tannehill? Uh, the way he the, uh, uh, play action passes and uh, the way he sets him up, and and the linebackers yeah. always seem to bite when he play action passes.
6: Well, and that's—I mean—that's a good point, Hunt. Because what my fear is for this weekend is that the Steelers are over-preparing to stop Derrick Henry. Right. You know, and when you do that, now teams just bite up that much more on the run when Ken hill pokes that ball out, extends it out, and now the linebackers fly up. And I feel like the Steelers have struggled at times versus play-action pass when you know you try to get mismatches, tight ends on linebackers, and, and attacking the middle of the field. So. I expect that. I'd, I'd like to see the Steelers actually try to stop that more than Derrick Henry.
4: Just yeah. you
6: know, play the play action pass first, and just make sure you wrap up Derrick Henry. Don't let him get the yards after contact.
4: Right. He's such a
6: big dude. Uh, but you know, it comes to your point. You know, the Steelers only have faced thirty-eight play action passes so far this year. They're number thirty-one in the league. New England's last at thirty-two. Philadelphia, the Eagles, have faced the most play action passes with a hundred. So. Uh, that's my fear this weekend though is, is the play action pass
2: you know it's interesting you say because uh tunch was just telling me we we're talking about the buffalo bottling up derrick yeah, but they still dropped 42 points on buffalo
6: oh i know and and that's that's the problem you, you you're all proud of yourself you stopped stop, stop derrick henry but you're just letting Tannehill throw it through the air so i mean what, what would you rather do and i just think the Steelers, it's gonna, this game's going to come down to turnovers. I think Ben's been playing very efficient, smart with the football. Uh, Tannehill has as well. But I do feel like if the Steelers can get around Tannehill and get some pressure on him, he'll cough that ball up on sacks and may, maybe making a few Aaron passes. So hopefully the guys up front could get around Tannehill and, and he could feel that pressure.
3: You know, I have seen him throwing uh I've seen him throwing the coverage. Uh and uh you know, he doesn't have, he uh, he only has two picks, but uh uh, yeah. uh you know, uh Tennessee or Texas uh Houston uh dropped a lot of interceptions uh last week. Yeah, I mean,
6: well, when you when you get those opportunities, you know, at the Titans, you got the ball's in your hand, you got to catch it, but that's why a lot of times they say uh, that's why DBs in secondary play on defense, and they're not receivers because they have no hands. So, <laughs> uh, you, you know, so, so hopefully that's a good thing. Even if uh, Ben misfires one, that just bounces off their face. But I, I do. I think it comes down to turnovers this game and, and protecting the football.
2: Bruce, when you going back to Derrick Henry, some of the things I look at you, go, when he goes Wildcat, that seems unfair. You know, when he's got a lead blocker, that just seems a little unfair. Yeah. I mean, you watch this guy because he can – it's like he – you, Josh Norman, we've talked about, it. who couldn't believe the, the the human levitation act he did on Josh Norman when he, you know, stiffed armed him, lat, you know, in horizontal in the air. It was unbelievable. Josh Norman so, should
3: have taken him low. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. I, well,
6: and I was just going to say that. You cannot try to tackle Derrick Henry High at right. all. I mean, it's, just, it's like tackling Bud Dupree. I mean, you see Bud Dupree up close. Right. You see, um, I mean, just look how James Harrison was built. You know, like this dude, Derrick Henry, is, is a monster the way he runs. So, uh, but if you do make him cut, if you, do, if you don't give him that straightaway path and you bottle, bottle him up a little bit, you slow him down, and now you've got a gang tackle. You know, it can't just be a one-man tackle. You've right. got to fly to the football. And I feel like the Steelers do a good job at that.
3: Yeah, it's uh, you know their receivers are good. Corey Davis, uh, uh, you know, fifteen catches, two hundred six yards. Adam Humphreys, twenty one catches, two hundred yards. And AJ Brown, uh, seventeen catches, one hundred seventy seven yards. Uh, they they they're, they have good receivers.
6: Yeah, no, they do. They got good weapons outside, and, and that's what's scary about this offense. You know, teams try to stop the run and then all of a sudden you let, you know, Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, and, and those guys get off outside in, in uh, Humphrey. So uh, the Steelers are going to have a challenge this week. I, I think you got to keep them behind the chains, you know, try to not let them get into the third and shorts and not, you know, get first downs uh, to continue to move the chain. So um, I can't wait to watch this matchup, you know, because I've been impressed, like, with the Steelers last week, the way they were focused on the Browns, take took care of business and just – you know, whooped up on them, and I expect the same this week. To be honest with you, I right. think they're going to be focused in. I think there, there's a little frustration built up from how their schedule has played out. They should be actually relaxing and having a little time right. off, but now they're playing. So I hope they use that to their advantage.
2: You know, you take that edge and you say, Yeah, you know what, I'm supposed to be, I don't know, you know, somewhere relaxing, not down here in Nashville playing a game. You know, with uh, barely anybody in the stands, but you look at this. Right. This game is is going to be a fun matchup. And you look defensively at these guys, and one of the things that stood out to me was the two inside linebackers, both tackling machines. But you know what? They 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 are not downhill bangers. That's right. I mean, they they stand yeah. there, they read, they move laterally, uh, and then they'll you know make their way towards banging a guy, you know, but they don't come downhill with a real thud. Yeah, Rashawn De-
3: uh, Evans and Jayon Brown, uh, they're they're sideline to sideline guys. But
2: they're, they're not step yeah. up and yeah. smackulate
3: people. Yeah, but uh, Rashawn Evans runs through a, a bunch of times. He, he runs through.
2: And, and, guys, that's how this
6: game is nowadays. I think you need linebackers that are sideline to sideline guys because – of how much teams are passing, you know, how you know athletic the offenses are and how much jet sweeps and motions and screens and right. wide receiver screens, running back screens. So they do. They really cover ground. And I think the Steelers, you know, the Steelers have done a good job offensively with some shifts and motions. Last week I didn't like the RPOs they started with, just because sometimes as a quarterback, I'm just speaking from my like personal experience, is it's not always comfortable because you're not even a you can't. You're not even able to make a decision until after you get the ball in your hand, and then you're reading the defender. And now it's like, does an offensive lineman get in your vision where you can't see what that line, linebacker did or what his move was, and then you're kind of indecisive. If I have to read coverage after the ball's in my hand and, and based on what side I have to read or progression, that's fine. But I feel like making a decision on catching the ball, whether you're going to hand off or not, and then where you're going to read the throw. Is difficult at times. And then I think the Steelers adjusted well last week, and then they just started drop back and passing, and chase Claypool and make a play with James Washington, a beautiful out-and-up. So, um, you know, that's what I want to see some more of. Just count on Big Ben to be able to do his thing. But I also do appreciate and like watching some of the wide receiver screens the Steelers have put in their game plan.
3: What what are you looking at, uh, Bruce, uh, on the RPO, and uh, what? How do yeah. you not let your offensive lineman get downfield uh, f- so they're uh, they're throwing a flag?
6: Yeah, I mean, and that's that's tough, touch. You know, the RPO, the run pass option. It depends, you know, who you're trying to I- isolate. You know, if it's hey, this linebacker, we're going to keep him unblocked. So if he flies to the football, if he's flying towards your run action, pull it and hit this inside slant that's going to replace where that linebacker's sitting. And, you know, that's kind of like the reason. Now, it has to happen. You have to make split-second decisions because, number one, half, maybe half your offensive line is, is uh, uh, run-blocking and the other half might be pass protecting, or they're all run-blocking. So, number one, you can't get a flag with guys downfield. Number two, you don't want to be, you know, holding the ball, you know, because now you're going to get sacked because they're not expecting you to hold the ball long. Right. So it does. It just takes a lot of split second decisions that can be tough at times.
2: You know, when you put it all together, Bruce, it's still going to be stop Derrick Henry, but you can't overstop yeah. him. <laughs> I mean, you can't oversell right. out to stop him. You got Ryan Tannehill who. Does a great job on play action, but he, some is according to some stats, he's even better when he doesn't play action. A.J. Brown, who is a terrific wide receiver. John O. Smith, who's a pretty good tight end, who whams. Then you flip it over defensively speaking, then come after you. Oh, this is going to be a tough game, brother.
6: Oh, for sure. I mean, that's what's so exciting about it. You know, I mean, you, you watch, like, Tennessee – uh, they're number eight with 21 explosive runs. So I think if you're the Steelers, just don't let them have those explosive runs. That's like 10 or plus yards or more. Uh, they're, they're number four in total pressures allowed with only 67. So they've been protected Tannehill for the m- most part. Um, now, what, Taylor Lewan's out, so maybe that gives the Steelers an advantage. Um, and now look at the Steelers with the total pressures generated, 146. Number two, like, so this is going to be a great matchup up front. I think it's going to be the Titans' offensive line versus Steelers' defensive front. And whoever wins that battle is going to win this football game.
3: Uh, yeah. Thank you, Dov, uh, uh, Bruce, for joining us. Uh, God you, bless you, brother. Love you, buddy. Take care. Man, I love you guys. Have a good weekend. All right, All right brother. Take, take care. care. Take Much care. Much love to
2: you. All yeah. right. Yeah. Subscribe to Sirius XM's Best Package. All access and get your first six months for 50 bucks. Fees and tax uh, taxes apply. See so offer details at SiriusXM.com scouting. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be
3: back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. <laughs>
1: Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Oh. Well, all
2: right, but... let's go to the calls. Uh, yeah, what, what... I totally got discombobulated. Yeah. You said something, then you pointed. And I wasn't quite sure. Because yeah. your fingers are all bent. Right. You know, you never know exactly where you're pointing because you got this, uh, well, relocated, and dislocated fingers. They go all uh, different directions. Yeah. So whenever Tunch points at something, you're not quite sure what direction he's pointing. All right, so let's go to Greg in Richmond.
3: Greg, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, Tunch.
10: Good morning,
3: Will. Happy
2: Friday. Happy Friday, brother. How are you? It is a happy Friday, oh, it brother. because you know what? Kickoff <laughs> is only about, what, 48, 72 48, hours away?
3: 72.
2: I can never get that right. No,
3: 40, uh, 52 hours away. 52,
2: okay. Well my math is always challenged.
10: And, and thirty six minutes to
2: understand that. All right. So what you got, brother?
10: Hey, real quick,
11: I'm not gonna take a whole lot of time. Uh, I know y'all took y'all, but knock was out to the field yesterday. How did uh Deontay Johnson and DeCastro look to y'all?
2: Deontay looked fine. Yeah. He looked good.
3: Yeah. And uh uh David DiCastro looked uh He
2: looked fine, yeah you know. I don't really know uh because it wasn't too strenuous, yeah. You know when they were out there, um, we, you know I will find out today what the injury report situation right. is. Yeah. But again, you know the beauty of it is, if you got to have a a young sub, boy, what a young sub Kevin Dotson is. Yeah. All right. Now he ain't Dave DeCastro, as I've said all week long. David DeCastro is a special talent, uh. But I will tell you what. Kevin Dotson is also going to be a special talent, too, someday. But right now, David's the man. All right, guys. Hey, that's
3: all I got. I'm not going to hold y'all up. All right, Greg. Thanks so much, brother. God bless you, brother. God bless you. All right, uh, uh, let's go to John in Florida. John, welcome to the locker room. Yeah, I'm in uh, uh, Silver
8: Springs, Florida.
3: Oh, yeah. Silver Springs? Yeah, yeah which
8: is uh, Silver Springs, uh, right next to Ocala in the middle of the state on the edge of the uh, Ocala uh, National Forest. Oh, oh yeah. really? That's yeah. a nice area, huh? That's,
3: that's where all the ranches are, right? The horses, horse ranches are?
8: Horses, that's right. Yeah, we're in uh, Marion County. Yeah, we're in uh, horse country. All right. Yeah, it's a real nice uh, uh, country area.
2: So what you got for us, brother?
8: Well, Tunch, I wanted to give you some more uh, uh, train songs. Um, The Wreck of uh, the 097, that train was flying. Yeah. Um, A bunch of people have done that one. Uh, Waiting for a Train, a bunch of people have done that one. Uh, Casey Jones, um, Engine, Engine, uh, Number 9 by uh, Roger Miller. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did yeah.
3: you do you remember uh, uh, the uh, um, uh, Willie Nelson, Chris Christofferson, Waylon Jennings, and uh, Johnny Cash singing "Outlaws Waiting on a Train"?
8: No, I haven't heard it.
2: Well, you can look, look that it one up. up. <laughs> look it up.
8: <laughs> uh, yeah, and if you want a football song to play. There's a song from the 60s. I don't remember which group did it, but it's Backfield in Motion.
3: Oh, yeah, Backfield in Motion. <laughs> kind yep. ben- of oh, penalize, yeah. penalize you. to
4: penalize you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I heard that yesterday. And, uh, really? On the 60s, uh, six. Oh, really? my goodness. Yeah. Yeah.
8: And, uh, Wolf, I uh, wanted to help you... Uh, Recognize uh, the Lord's will for your life concerning your scale.
4: <laughs> now, the
8: Lord in the Lord in His sovereignty allowed that scale to uh, disappear. <laughs> <laughs> so He had a purpose for it. Thank we you, brother. We don't know what it is. Maybe, it's, right? maybe that scale will be a blessing to somebody. <laughs> and uh, it's also a blessing to you because it's more blessed to give than to receive. Yes,
2: it is, brother. It is indeed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything yeah, else?
3: It's, it's more well,
2: <laughs> to eat than to receive. <laughs> Anything else, brother?
8: You know, and as it says in uh, in the book of Job, uh, the Lord gave and the Lord
2: thanks T- yeah. blessed thank be Bless the, name, it be of the, the Lord. name of the Lord amen <laughs> all right brother thanks for checking in thank you so much
3: okay and we'll talk to you later all right buddy um uh, uh let's go to Robbie in uh Robbie are you in North Carolina or North Dakota North Dakota
2: gentlemen
3: all right Robbie uh, North Dakota how are you doing well you couldn't
2: be any further off than thinking you're in North Carolina <laughs>
12: Well, I tell you what. Since the last time I talked to you, I think you guys jinxed us. Where I'm in the middle of a snowstorm, we woke up to below zero
4: temperature.
12: Oh, oh wow! Was-
4: oh, that hurts. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs>
4: that hurts just I- I listening the to you. I hear
12: forecasts for you guys, fifty some degrees. It makes me want
2: to put my speedo on.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's uh, that's such a bad you know, visual, Robbie. I gotta tell so you. So, Robbie, how much snow did you get?
3: <clears throat> how much snow did you get?
12: Oh, uh, we got uh, probably just a few inches. It's just really cold. We got some more snow tomorrow coming about another four or five inches. They're figuring. Wow. But we got we got wind and cold, so it's winter's here early this year, gentlemen.
2: Oh my heavens! Okay, well, what? How can yeah. we uh, how, uh you know, uh, warm it up here, bud?
12: Uh, all right. Well, I got an idea popped into my head. We were, we were up, um, well, we're not far from Canada, you know, maybe 100 miles south yeah. of the border right here. And, and we were up moose hunting this weekend. You know, we were probably half a half mile from the border just wow. chasing moose around. And we could start, you know, talking like those moose on Brother Bear, you know, like, oh, hey, yeah. There's a moose over there. Hey, you know, we should
2: yeah. get <laughs> so, so, uh, Wait a minute. Did they do any moose yoga? Yeah. Did they do any
4: yoga? No. <laughs>
12: I tell you what, it, they, they're an interesting animal. When you see them running, they got them long legs. It, it's almost enjoyable just to watch them animals run. They're, mm-hmm. just, they're a really beautiful animal. You know? and,
3: <laughs> they so, run, so, eh?
12: Was, only, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, it hit me. It's like, you know, I've only been to one Steelers game, 2005, at Lambeau Field, Packers-Steelers. And Big Ben was hurt. He didn't make the trip. Um, Charlie Batch was quarterback, which just a quick side note, I think Charlie Batch could go down as the best backup quarterback in the history of backup quarterbacks. I loved when he came in the game. Right, he was rock solid. I loved he him, was. how he played. He seems like a great person. It seems like he's doing so much for the community. Yet, and he just, I, I just, I don't know if he gets enough credit. I, he was one of my all-time favorite Steelers. You know? I would I
2: agree with everything you said, brother. I, yep. Yeah,
3: he's the yep. the Batch yep. Foundation is uh, great. Yep.
12: Yeah. So where I was going, I. I haven't heard a really good chant in the stadium. You know, the last really good one was probably Heath. you know? Right. Well, I got to be part of about 10,000 Steelers fans at that game. that got to yell, Deuce, because, you know, the bus was hurt, so Deuce Staley got some carries. Right. And it hit me. We, we got all this debate about Chase's nickname. What about every time he catches the football, the crowd goes, Hey!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, how about take off, Hey! Eh? <laughs> <laughs> take off, eh? Hey. Yeah, yeah. I like that.
12: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's really good.
12: Yeah. It'd be easy. It'd be fun. <laughs> so it just hit me. I was like, "Oh man, we start talking like the moose, eh? You know?" And it's like, "Hey, we just, you know, go over there. Hey, there's moose over the hill, you know." So
2: I, know. I love it. I absolutely love it, brother. <laughs> uh, hey, we got to go to so break. Yeah, I'm pumped for this. Hey, right, I know good we. Hey, yeah. you gentlemen, take care. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. God and bless. take off, yeah. eh? Take you off, hoser. Eh, you hoser. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for calling. <laughs> Yo hosed. We'll gentlemen. talk to you later. All, All right. right. God,
3: thank you. God bless you, buddy. All
2: right. We'll be right back after this.
4: Backfield in motion, yeah. I'm going to have to penalize you, you in motion Baby, you know that's against the rules
1: By neighborhood Ford store, the Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
3: Now here's Tanjun Wolf. Offsides and holding,
2: backfield oh in heavens. motion. That's a great song. I'm sorry. You know, when I'm looking for inspiration, when I'm looking for a little razzmatazz, a little juice, that, that is, a little, this gets you juiced up. Yeah, You're as he, bad as Ray Penny yeah, with yeah, Donovan yeah. and Mellow Yellow on his playlist before no, game. He, he, Come on.
3: He, he, he was a uh, hurdy-gurdy man. <laughs> this is so bad. All right, let's go to the phone. Let's bang them out. Let's go to Juan in South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room.
10: Hey, good morning, guys. How
2: y'all doing? Doing wonderful, Juan. You got a forecast for us? You've been like quite the prophet over the last couple of weeks.
10: Yeah, I know. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a gamble this week.
3: I'm gonna say, um, Steeler defense will hold Henry under a hundred yards. Ooh. I yeah, like that. I I, I I agree. I agree because I watched the film on Buffalo and Buffalo. Uh, the. Yeah, bottled up uh Derrick Henry.
10: Yeah, and and don't get me wrong. I love Henry because I'm an Alabama guy, but this week, he, he's going to have to get it this week.
2: <laughs> Alright, I'm writing that down, Juan. Alright, Juan. So the next time, we'll remember. What else you got, All buddy? Right, and, um,
10: hey, I I didn't know if you guys saw we made some moves a couple of minutes
3: ago. We re- we released um Dustin Colquitt. Right, Dustin Colquitt got cut and uh uh Devin Bush got placed on IR.
10: Yeah. So yeah, and then also uh, I didn't know if you guys had a chance to see um old Le'Veon Bell um interview the other day when he first arrived in Kansas City. This guy he threw he threw our future hall of fame out of the bus, talk some Pat Mahomes, I know you said Pat Mahomes is a good guy, but he never played with an MVP guy like Pat Mahomes. That's the respect for the big Ben. What you guys got to say about that?
2: You know, I I think of it like this: uh, the rearview mirror is a lot smaller than the. Uh... Uh, windshield. windshield. Okay, you just keep looking out the windshield. Don't worry about what's in the, the rearview mirror. Right, that kind of commentary—it's not even worth commenting about. You yeah, know I love
3: I mean? Bell. I—I'm I, not uh, happy with love Bell. I—I'm not—I'm not thinking he's going to uh, have a big year. Yeah, me neither. That's what I'm saying. All the Steelers fans that wanted this guy back—look what he does. So yeah,
10: yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to do this great when with those guys, neither.
3: All right, Juan, thanks for
2: uh, f- thanks for the call, brother. All right, we got some, got some other bless. guys we're going to try to get them done. Right. Right. Thanks, right.
3: brother. All right, thank you, guys. All, All right. Bless you. Well, God Let- bless
2: you, man. We'll talk to you next
3: week. God bless you. Let- let's go to Clyde in Florida. Uh, Clyde, welcome to the locker room. Hey,
6: good morning,
7: Punch and Wolf. How are you gentlemen doing today?
2: Fabulous, Clyde. How are you?
7: You know what? If I was any better, I'd be in Pittsburgh with you all. <laughs> Coming out of my swimming pool.
2: All right.
7: Uh, I got a couple questions. I got a couple questions for you. The
4: Go first right ahead. I
7: got is uh, Myron Cope. Is he anywhere on uh, the Wall of Fame or Hall of Fame that uh, you guys got going up in the stadium there? Wasn't is that he... just reserved for players and?
2: No, they, they have a section for contributors. contributors. And I believe Myron was uh, in the I, Hall I of Honor. I Myr- believe
3: yeah. Myron's in the Hall of Honor. And Myron went to the That's Hall great. of Fame uh, on a, um, uh, a contributor uh, basis, too, uh, as a broadcaster. Good,
7: good. Glad to hear that. I wasn't too sure about that. Uh... Because every time they ask to nominate people for the wall, I keep thinking about Myron's name. But now that I know he's there, I, I you know because he's done a lot for the Steelers. In my opinion, uh, growing up and listening to him on the games and everything, and him doing the terrible towel that was just fantastic for, this, for, the, for the for the for the for us.
2: Oh yeah,
3: you know when when right, he asked ahead. he asked Andy Russell about the terrible towel, and Andy said, "We're the Steelers. We not uh, we uh, we have no gimmicks." <laughs> uh, but Andy was wrong.
7: <laughs> yeah yeah he sure was that that was a great gimmick that he come up with and 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 it brought a lot of joy to a lot of people and continues today uh the one question i have uh thinking back you're talking about derrick henry and how how, how he's a he's a fantastic runner and bowls people over and that's evident by his 265 yards that he had last week however if you go back in the Steeler history back in the late 70s there was a running back that the steelers faced twice a year that I believe was very similar to Derrick Henry, that they always used to shut down, and that was uh, gentleman on Glenn Camp, not Glenn Campbell. I'm sorry, uh, Campbell from the uh, Earl Houston Campbell. Boyle.
2: Earl Campbell. Yeah, yeah Glenn Earl Campbell, Campbell he would have been the Rhinestone man. Cowboy, and yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he would have been much of a problem to shut down. <laughs>
7: <laughs> no, he he wouldn't be, but I you know, what can I say? You know, when you get to be my age, you, you Hey a brother, I'm
2: right there with you. Goal. I know. I you know. know.
3: Uh <laughs> one time uh uh Earl Campbell had 139 yards in the first half. And then the, the third play of the second half, Donnie Shell uh lit him up and broke his ribs. Yeah, and that was the end of that.
2: Yeah.
7: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Are they, were those two similar runners am I correct in assuming that
2: Earl was they was
7: were similar runners, he wasn't
2: as big yeah as he was Eric Henry. Tall. I'm not sure that he was as fast either he, he was, he was, was very tall. fast but I'll tell you Earl had 34 inch thighs I remember that and people bounced off him like uh, bullets bounced off Superman right you know
7: well thank you for setting me straight on that gentlemen. you guys have a wonderful game on Sunday I Believe very strongly in the Steeler mojo this year.
4: All right, and
7: I think it's going to be a wonderful game, and we're going to come out with a big W.
2: Beautiful. Thank you so much
3: for calling, brother. Thank you, Clyde. Appreciate you. All right, uh, let's go to Doug in Georgia. Doug, welcome to the locker room.
11: Hey, uh, good morning, gentlemen.
2: Good morning. We're fabulous. How are you? How are you doing, bro?
11: Oh, uh, it's a good day to be alive. Yes. Uh, I know it's real quick because it's almost lunchtime. Hopefully, it's not too noisy. I'm uh, I'm wrapping trees, but uh, <laughs> my daughter goes uh, Western uh, Michigan, and she loves football. Uh huh. And she she called me up when we got Spillane. Yeah. And she's like, Dad, Dad. Oh, he's a great player. Great player knows how to tackle. Has great hands. And it could go side to side. Don't don't worry about the Steelers. He, he's real special. So
2: Wait a minute, Doug. That's let me get that's... this straight. This is Doug in Georgia talking about his daughter who went to Western Michigan, who's a Steelers fan, yes. and actually knows football, right? Yes, yes, yes. Excellent. You brought her up righteously. Yes. Way to go, brother.
11: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, dad, my dad was a football coach. Oh, yeah. We, we uh, took apart the game. Uh.
4: Yeah,
11: and my dad has the same first day as Tunch.
4: Yeah. Hey, there you go.
11: But that's all I got to say because uh, it's going to be a great game. But uh, like you said, you guys probably talked about it. You know, Steeler Nation so smart. Bruce really broke it down great today. Right. And... You guys just make my life every day. I well, mean, you're too a, You're it's, too, it's, kind. You're
2: hey, too Doug, kind. God bless you. Let me ask you. you this. Your dad shares the same birthday with Tunch. Does he have a five head like Tunch does? <laughs> Absolutely.
11: He's not Turkish, but he's he's German.
2: It ain't a four It's a five head, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. No way.
4: And,
11: and I still can't. I, You know, my dad's like 80. I still wouldn't go and try... Try to attack him. He's too
2: tough. He's there you go. Tough. That's rock
3: solid. Yeah. German, yeah. Stock there, yeah. German stock there, baby. they German stock. Wolf is a German stock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love you guys. All right. I love hey, you, love you, bro.
2: Great Thanks day. for calling in, man. Thanks,
3: Dougie. Go. Love you. Go
11: Steelers.
3: God right. bless you. God bless you, bro. Let's go to Myron in Arlington, Texas. Myron, welcome to the locker room.
2: I'm calling in this year, man. Welcome into the locker room, brother. How you doing? All right,
13: it, I'm doing good. Hey, uh, Tunch, man, we're with you, and we we uh, prayers are on up for you, man. Oh, oh man. God, God bless everybody, you. Everybody, but, uh, That's but wonderful, you, man. Because it's it's a friend of mine on my job. He got some news like that too, and and uh, you know I'm close with him. And like I said, I keep you up in prayer every day, man.
3: Oh man, um, I love you, brother. Thank you for your prayers. That. Thank yeah. you for your concern. Thank you for your friendship.
13: All right, there. You're welcome. As far as the game, I think if it's a shootout, we win because we have a better offense. I think our defense is better than theirs, for uh, no doubt. And I think of a close game, we win. Uh, either way, I just I, I think the only way we lose this game if we lose our
2: weight, right?
13: I mean, this season, this is a different team. This is not like seventeen. It's not like. Eighteen. This team is just different, and they're like, they do remind me of 08 because they're actually, they kind of turn back the clock and playing like brothers again. They're all close, and it's like a brotherhood again, and, and, and it's wonderful to see that. It is so wonderful to see that, and this is very good football they're playing, and, uh, and it's going to be a special year.
2: Yeah, I would agree with you, and one of the things that's interesting, you just sparked in my gourd, which is, I know it's got to be a hard one, uh, is the fact that this COVID thing, you think this draws everybody together. I mean, you are together like, you know, think about your own family nucleus. You know, everyone's supposed to be kind of keeping your sphere. Well, the players are keeping to themselves more than ever, and you talk about tightening up a locker room. I think it really does tighten up a locker room
13: yeah that's yeah it does okay and i got one more thing one more question this one is very important are we going to do are we going to do men's fantasy camp this
2: year (laughs) i don't know well, you know, we uh, don't know. Yeah, I, we I hope so. Yeah. You know, it yeah, just, man, oh, man, yes. I feel bad for all the guys who have spent, you know, so many years coming, and Tunch and I have been able to host it. So we thank you so much, brother. We can only hope so. God. We got less than a yeah. minute to go. So thank you, Myron, for calling in, brother. God bless
3: you, Myron. Thank you for you. the prayers. Yep. Jadavian Klani doesn't have a sack.
2: How about that? I was looking at that last night, I'm going, what's up with that now he's got yeah. like seven eight pressures or yeah. 10 pressures something like that but he hasn't gotten not, home he, yet he um he knocks down passes yeah he's got some passes defense watching him go up the field you know if you get him locked in he just doesn't look yeah you, you know if you let if you give him the corner he'll kill you yeah you know so you know i look at this to and i think um all in all, I think the Steelers can whoop them.
3: Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so long, everybody. God bless. And he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. And we, uh, uh, Jake, thank you for your great time.
0: Bye bye. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At S&T Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future or just making the most of every day, S&T Bank is here to help. Learn how S&T Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. S&T Bank was ranked number 1 in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards.